Welcome to Peanut Butter People, the podcast for those of us holding the sandwich of life together. And now your host, Genevieve. second episode of Peanut Butter People, the podcast created for those of us who are trying to hold it all together. So how was this last week for everyone? What all did you try to hold together in these last seven days? Who all did you try to hold together in these last seven days? Your partner? Your children? Friends? Co-workers? Your boss? Let me ask you something. Did you make it on that list? Not just getting through the last seven days, but did you actually make it on the list in terms of paying attention to and taking care of your own self-needs? Paying attention to the things that make you happy, that give you joy? Taking time to know if you needed to stop, to breathe, to rest, to rejuvenate? Or did, once again, you and what you needed for your own self-care get kind of, well, kicked to the curb? As so often happens when we are peanut butter people. And if your answer to that question is, Well, I got to grab breakfast on Thursday. Does that count? The answer is no. It doesn't count. It's great you got to have breakfast on Thursday, but in terms of paying attention to your own needs and your own self-care, we're going above and beyond the basic necessities of life. Things like air and food. We're talking instead about actually investing time effort, and energy into you as a peanut butter person. Not just the essential food, air, water, but the actual rejuvenating your spirit, your soul, refreshing your mind, paying attention to your mental wellness. The good news is that if the answer to my question was, nope, got kicked to the curb yet again, we have another week ahead of us. We have another seven days that we'll have the opportunity to focus a little more on what we need. And no, that's not selfish, so don't go there. I know some of you are already down the road of, if I pay attention to myself, that's selfish. It's not selfish. Because the better care that we take care of ourselves, the healthier we will be to be able to take care of those around us and those that we love. And that's just the truth. It may not be what we're used to hearing. It may not be what we're used to doing. But it is true. So be gentle with yourself. You know, start now. Start before 
we get into the full of the coming week. Take a moment or two to simply jot down on a piece of paper one or two ways that you can give a little more energy, a little more focus on what you need. And set realistic goals. You know, sometimes when we go to set goals, we are very unrealistic. Our heart is in the right place, but the goals are just too challenging to be able to meet. And that leads to frustration, that leads to discouragement, and that leads to a sense of failure. And then what happens, we're hesitant to set any new goals because, well, we didn't really meet the old goals. So for example, if we feel like our goal is we need some meditation to center our thoughts, give some peace to our souls, a realistic goal is not to say, I'm going to meditate every day for a half an hour in the morning and a half an hour at night. That's not a bad goal, but it's not a realistic goal. A realistic goal when you're starting out and trying to pay attention to what you need is something like, in this coming week, I'm going to pick two days and I'm going to do a five to ten minute meditation each of those days. And then see how you do. That's an attainable goal. That's a realistic goal. That's something that you have a good shot of actually making happen. And then at the end of the week, you can say, oh, look, I achieved my goal. Then you have the opportunity for the coming week to say, I'm going to keep the same goal or I'm going to expand that a little bit. I'm still going to do two days a week, but instead of five to 10 minutes, I'm going to try 15. You know, sometimes people say my goal is, you know, for my own physical well-being, I want to stop smoking. I'm going to just quit smoking. Well, that's a great goal. There's nothing wrong with that. The idea of stopping smoking is wonderful. But sometimes just saying I'm going to stop or I'm going to start something is not realistic. So, for example, with the goal of quitting smoking, instead of saying I'm just going to stop as of April 1st, the idea of I'm going to smoke one less cigarette a day for the first two weeks. That's my goal. Not to stop smoking, not to smoke half of what I normally smoke, but just to smoke one less cigarette a day. Our brains need that positive reinforcement of seeing that we can attain the goals that we set. You know, if we need to lose 20 pounds, a realistic goal is not to say I'm going to lose 20 pounds this month. Again, it's not bad to set goals, but they need to be realistic. Instead, we need to say, I'm going to eat more mindfully this week. I'm going to pay attention to what I'm actually putting in my mouth. So as peanut butter people, we need to set realistic goals for our own self-care so that we can attain these goals and then build on that. Build on that foundation. You know, in our last episode, we talked about sort of what qualities a peanut butter person has. And there are some great qualities peanut butter people have. We talked about being good listeners. We talked about being empathetic. 
We talked about getting things done. And sometimes we feel the pressure of those around us coming down on us to get those things done, to listen to everybody about everything all of the time. So why do we do that? Have we ever thought about that? Why do we actually do that? So many times I hear the answer, well, I have to. Do we really? That's easy to say, well, I have to. Or what? What's going to happen if you actually don't? I have to do it, or else what? Have you ever asked yourself that? Now, some things we genuinely have to do. We have to pay the electric bill if we want electricity. We have to do our job at work if we want to keep our job. So yes, in life, there are the have-tos. But so many times, peanut butter people tend to take the have-to and incorporate everything into it. Some things are reality. Like we said, we have to pay our mortgage. We have to pay our rent. But sometimes it's our perception of what we have to do. And sometimes our perception is not reality. Just because we perceive that we have to do this certain thing doesn't make it true. And sometimes we need to stop and ask ourselves, what awful, bad, catastrophic thing is going to happen if I don't do this, if I don't give in to the pressure to get this done? And be truthful and realistic in our answer. In other words, if I don't do this, if I don't get this done, truthfully and realistically, what is going to happen? Is the earth going to stop spinning? Is the sun not going to come up? Is anyone that I love and care about going to perish? And yes, those may be extreme statements. But there's truth to actually being able to answer the question, what bad, awful thing is going to happen if I don't? Is our perception of what we have to do, of what we have to get done, of who we have to please, truly reality? Or is our perception a bit skewed? That answer may change depending on the situation. But as peanut butter people, we tend to get spread very thin. And we need to start asking ourselves, what's going to happen that's bad and awful if I don't do this? One of the answers that 
I've given to myself and that I've heard other people answer is, well, if I don't do that, no one else will. Ah, that's a slippery slope down which we slide, is it not? If I don't do it, no one else will. Well, first of all, again, is that our perception or is that reality? Do we just assume if we don't get it done, it won't get done? Now, again, the answer may vary depending on the situation. But again, because as peanut butter people, we tend to spread ourselves too thin. Many, many times our perception is skewed. There are things in life that if we don't do them, someone else actually will do it. And sometimes people around us, whether friends, family, coworkers, have become so used to our doing more, doing extra, going above and beyond, that consciously or subconsciously, they've just backed off. Because they just feel like, oh, she'll do it. Oh, if I don't do it, he will. And they've been proven time and time again, they're right. We will pick up the slack. We will get it done. Because we have a deep feeling, a deep sense of accountability, of responsibility. We don't like loose ends. We like to be able to check our boxes off of getting things done. But that's not helpful to us. And truthfully, it's not helpful to the people around us who have gotten accustomed to our just stepping in and doing it for them. You know, sometimes as peanut butter people, our wanting to be that person to hold everything and everyone together and get everything done is not only non-productive for us, but it's not helpful for those around us who need to grow. A lot of times the people around us, whether it's a coworker, a family member, a friend, they need to actually take some responsibility, take some accountability, step in, step up, and learn how to do some of these things for themselves. And if we truly love and care about those people, we should want them to be able to grow and we should not take growth opportunities away from them. So sometimes, while we think we may be, quote, helping, we don't need to be helping. Or we don't need to be helping in that way. Truly loving, truly helping equals taking our hands off. And letting someone who maybe hasn't stepped up, hasn't been doing what they need to do, take the opportunity to do it. You know, another answer that I sometimes hear besides, well, if I don't do it, no one else will, is, well, no one will do it the way that I do it. Are you guilty of saying that? I know I am. Well, I can't delegate that because they won't do it right. 
right, of course, equaling the way that I myself would do it. And it's true, sometimes when we delegate, we've had experiences where the person not only does not do it the way that we would do it, but it actually is done incorrectly. That's life. That happens. And then we do have to put in some extra time and effort and redo it and fix it. However, truthfully, those times are few and far between. If we were to speak frankly, we would say, generally speaking, most of the time, if we delegate something to be done to an appropriate person capable of doing it, they may not do it the way that we would do it, but they will do it and do it adequately. And again, nothing bad will happen because it wasn't done my way. We go back to the question of if you delegate that for someone else to do and they do it and they don't do it your way, what bad catastrophic thing is going to happen? Most of the time the answer is not a thing. So sometimes, again, we need to, as peanut butter people, we need to learn to let go. Let go of some of the expectations that we have on ourselves. Let go of some of the expectations that we have on others. Let go of the expectation that everything that has to be done has to be done now and has to be done my way or it isn't going to be done correctly. Let go of the expectation of unrealistic goals. If we stopped to truly ask ourselves throughout the week, if this doesn't get done, or if I don't do this, what bad thing is going to happen? Try that this coming week. Once or twice here and there, ask yourself that question when different situations come up. Is this my perception of what I have to do, of when I have to do it? of how it should be done the best, or is this reality? And answer yourself honestly. And if you answer, well, this is just my perception, nothing bad is going to happen, practice letting some things go. Taking your hands off. Does that mean every time you take your hands off, and you let something go, everything is going to turn out perfectly? No. Because it's life. But the other side of that is, every time you take your hands off and you let something go, it's not always going to turn out badly either. So give yourself some breathing space. Give yourself some breathing room. Allow yourself to let go. It's okay. 
most of the time, nothing bad is going to happen. So as a peanut butter person, with all of your wonderful qualities, your wonderful character traits, your nurturing nature, your compassionate heart, your empathetic listening, remember to take some time this coming week for what you need. Nurture your own soul. Be gentle with your own heart, your own emotions, your own feelings. If you can, try to remember to ask yourself, is this my perception or is this reality? And here and there, now and then, from time to time this week, Allow yourself to take your hands off of something or some situation and truly let it go. And I'll see you next week for another episode of Peanut Butter People. Between now and then, remember, keep some gentleness in your journey. <laughs>